Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm Beth. And I'm Amy. We are Sisters, Sisters Talking, Talking in Circles. This is the time for you to enjoy your favorite beverage. And connect with us about the frantic lives we lead. Welcome to our circle. Hello, friends. Welcome to May. No, we already had May last week. So welcome to the second week of May. Um, last week we have Beth's birthday and this week is Amy's birthday. Yay, yay. Go Tauruses. Right? I I used to think it was so funny, Amy, because you drove a Taurus and you both were Tauruses. Wow. Well, no one drove a Sagittarius, did they? (laughs) Um, So today, in keeping with the mother's theme, we're going to be talking about some of our biggest mistakes we made in mothering and what we learned from them. I I had to dig really deep to come up with some. I mean, because I don't really make that many mothering mistakes. Of course. I set the kids down and we talked about, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I, I think obviously we've all made mistakes in parent. If you don't think you've ever made a mistake, then you're probably really out of touch with reality. <laughs> um, but I... I don't know. Sometimes I wish. Sometimes I don't know if this is a mistake or not. Sometimes I feel like I am very blunt and honest with my children. Right. Like I feel I always feel like I don't want someone else saying that's super annoying that you do that. I think that should come for me so that they're not like embarrassed out in public. And I don't want them to get misinformation from other people. So if they ask me a question, I give it to them flat out. But sometimes I don't know. I feel like that might be a mistake. You know, you never know if you're like destroying their self-esteem by saying, dude, nobody likes it when you do that. Please stop being that annoying. <laughs> but you won't know until they're older. True. But, but but I feel like I feel like sometimes sometimes I and I've tried to do better because now that we are dealing with teenagers and a lot more emotions all around, I've tried to be less if if there's something I feel like they probably need to know about that they're doing, I try to not do it in front of the whole family. Yes. I used to just throw it out there in front of everybody. And then it would become all of us discussing their fault. <laughs> Which is bad. Yeah, well, it, I think it would depend on your kid. That's, that goes back to knowing your kid. Some kids wouldn't care at all. You know what I mean? Like would be like, who cares? I don't care if mom calls me out in front of people. And some kids, that's like their worst nightmare. So, yeah, I guess it depends on if you think the family is people. True. Yeah, I I know that Kayla does not enjoy it at all, so I've had to tone that down a lot. Yeah, it's okay, Sarah. It's just the vote coming out in you. Sure, I know. I know it is rampant within my soul. <laughs> what is he doing? I'm gonna walk the dog out. Come on, Diesel. Go ahead, talk amongst yourselves. Thank you. What's one of your mistakes? You know, the few. The few. The few. Hmm. Oh, one of the ones I was gonna say for my two boys, my oldest. 
I feel like when he was little, like after Hunter was born, so Landon was right at two when Hunter was born, I made him do too much too soon because I needed him to be more independent because Hunter was so needy. Mm. Now, going, I'm not sure how I would have changed that, but I do wish there had been a way to not make him feel like, okay, you're, now you're the big brother, so go. You have to be the big brother in all things because I can't baby you while I'm holding him 24 hours a day. So, and in the same, in the same sentence, basically, um, when Hunter was, when he got to be a toddler, like 18 months to two and a half, he was in major fit throwing, like punching, kicking, screaming, whatever. And I wish that I found a better way to handle that because I get embarrassed in public a lot. Well, I did then. Now I don't know that I would, but back then I did. If he was like throwing a major fit, because you, you know, you want to grit your teeth and grab his face and be like, if you do not shut up. But people look at you like, you know, mm-hmm. you're a mean person. So I would just give in to whatever it was so he would stop screaming in the store or whatever it was. I wish I handled it differently because that only made it worse. But at the time, it's all just what can I do to get to this moment? There was a time, he, he went through a spell where he ran from me in grocery stores. It didn't matter. And back then I was going to Walmart. We lived really close to a, like a super center. And he would take off running because he was a little too too big to sit in the cart. And so he would run and run. So anyway, Landon took it upon himself to be in charge of chasing him. And it was a freaking disaster because um, I they take off running down an aisle. And I'm trying to chase him. Of course, I have a full cart of groceries. And Landon gets to him, grabs him by the back of the shirt, and slams him down. So that looked good. It looked It looked like... That was the norm, but, um, but yes, as like an overall mistake, and I still do it to a certain point is that Landon's always being pushed to be this adult, which now he says he likes, but I don't know. And Hunter is, we're continuing to let him, obviously he doesn't throw fits anymore, but you know, like those little manipulative ways because he's really small still, um, and looks younger than he is and all those little things. But that's like an ongoing mistake. I mean, I, I can tell you what I've learned from it in that I can see how it has affected them now that they're 13 and 15 and it's definitely gotten better, but it's still not perfect. I don't think there is a perfect, I mean, there is something to the birth order thing, obviously. I agree. Um, but not, well, I don't know in my house. Do I treat the baby different? Yes. But is she more responsible? Yes. So she doesn't really do the whole you know, oh my. Uh, That's mine. Sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, she doesn't do the whole, you know, she, when she was tiny, she threw the fits or whatever, but she, I don't know. I think it's hard. It's just hard to get out of the, like, I'm trying to think how to put this. Like, you think it's, you always say, don't pigeonhole your kids, don't pigeonhole your kids. And you don't want to, but then you get, they act a certain way for such a long time that it's almost innate in you, you know, right? Like it's, it's innate in me to be like, Kayla's my really super smart one. And, you know, Deuce is the ham and Josie's the one that gets everything right. And Laney lays low, but, and I think that's a huge problem. I should not do that. Okay. Right. Should not do that. But it's so hard not to. And I think it's because that was a big thing when we were growing up, not, not just in our family. But I think everybody talking was like, this is my blah, blah. You know, every kid had an identity in their family. Right. 
And even as adults, that still plays out, right? Like you still live up to the expectations that people were laying on you back then. And so I don't want to be that way, but it's so hard when you're with somebody 24 seven, like we are, especially not to, I don't want to keep them in those boxes, but it's hard not to expect certain behaviors out of them. True. You're absolutely right. Like I know that Hunter will always try to weasel his way out of anything and everything that includes any kind of work, but he's been doing that since he was little and he knows that if that he can, whether he's doing it subconsciously or on purpose or what, but he knows that if it's something that really would be easier for someone bigger or stronger or whatever, even if he can do it, he'll act like he can't. Cause he's like, well, I'm the little one. I can't do that. That's craziness. You know, when really it's just because he doesn't want to put forth the effort or try, mm-hmm. but I expect, him, I expect him to weasel his way out of it. And so I find myself giving him chores that don't make me have to deal with that. Like, just why bother giving him that kind of stuff? Because I know he's going to throw up, not throw a fit, but, you know, complain about it or be stubborn about it or blah, blah, blah. And it's just a lot easier to give it to Landon, who's going to be like, yeah, whatever, I'll do it. And give Hunter all the little detailed crap um, just because it makes my life easier, which is not a good thing. But like you said, their personalities lend themselves to make that work for me. Because Landon wants to do things that make him look like the strong guy because that's what he thinks he is. So it's just like... Might as well. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think it's hard because now is, you know, you always, now is when you're dealing with kids this age, you start, you start seeing like, I'm creating a pattern. Like I'm making an adult and how's this going to play out when I'm not at home? You know, when I'm not here with them. Yes. I don't know. It's very, it's hard. I'm afraid that Landon will become an overachiever and he's always going to think he has to do more and more and more and to be able you know, to please, whether it's us or his boss or mm-hmm. whatever is he could on, I mean, honestly, God, he could do whatever he wants and he can never disappoint us. But I know that he, in his head, I think he thinks that way a little bit. And then Hunter, dear God, I, I don't know <laughs> what, I don't know what job he could have. He, even the jobs that he says he likes to do, or he's the slowest person alive. He'll get fired in 24 hours. <laughs> it's, it's horrible. And he has no work ethic and he has no drive and he just wants to sit there all day. So I really, there's, I mean, but then again, I think, you know what? That's on him, Beth. He has to figure that out himself. When he goes to get his first job, if his boss, because we've been telling him for years to hurry up to be, do this and get, you know, do this is if his first boss fires him within a week because he's lazy, that's on Hunter. Because we definitely did not teach him to be lazy. Like, I cannot, I can definitely say that I did not teach him to be lazy. Well, um, so, yeah. I think, so the, I, kinda, I, think I, I was going to say, I think the key with that is that when they are adults, then you don't help them out of the situation, right? Like, if he loses his job and all that, you don't say, well, here, let me forward you some rent money. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like, I think, and I, I think that's hard. I can just imagine, I don't think parenting adults is going to be any easier than this probably no um but that's i think that's the key is i think you see so many parents of almost grown or grown children who see that they've probably made some mistakes and their kid has turned out a little not the way they should have but mostly because of the mistakes the parents made and so then they try to fix it but they take it upon themselves like it's my fault yeah and i and i don't think so then they want to fix it which you can't no and even if it is the parent's fault, you, your kid still has to, I hate to say it, but it, 
it still is upon the child to figure their way out of the situation. Oh, no, they, but I think a lot of parents take it I upon know. themselves to try to fix it because they think it's their fault. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I'm the yeah. one that made him this way. So I've got to give him a little more time or have a few more talks with him. But the fact of the matter is there are so many children who are now adults and, you know, who had the worst upbringing ever and turned out amazing. So you can't, your kid can't be like, well, but mom, you didn't expect as much of me. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be my big overall, I feel like, mistake, if you want to call it that. Just not, you know, pushing those identities on them maybe a little too strong when they were between the ages of like, you know, two and three to 10 to 12. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now it's what's done is done. I hate to say that, but it's kind <laughs> I of I like, my hands of this mess. <laughs> and now I feel like there's no turning back, but yeah. Okay, Amy, what about you? Well, my boys are a little bit younger. So I would say for the three of them, and they're all kind of the same, near the same age, is rushing and putting off promises or deals or whatever it is, but putting things off that we told them we're going to do. So like, okay, boys, if you will, you clean this, you clean this, you clean this tomorrow, you can have 15 minutes of Lego building by yourself with mom. And then tomorrow comes and I'm super busy and say, Oh, we'll do it tomorrow. Oh, we'll do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow may never get there. So being true to your word and sticking with it, even when everything else is piling up for me um, is a mistake that's been made, but I'm trying to not be that way. Like be super intentional about the promises that you make and sticking with them. I am horrible about that. I really am. I've been telling Josie, we were going to watch little women for like three months. Yes. It's just so hard because things pile up for you to do. And you have every intention of doing that with her because that's way more fun than all the other things sitting around to do. But it just sometimes your day doesn't allow that. And I feel like that makes me really crappy at being Mm -hmm. a mom. So that's a big one for me is putting off promises to the next day or the next day when I said we would do it today. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that every parent experiences that, whether it's just a certain stage of their life when that parent maybe is super busy or whatever it may be, um, whether it's their job or just in general life. Yeah, I have definitely felt that way. There's been, you know, months at a time or, you know, when I was at the shop and was opening the shop, that was definitely months of neglect, if you want to call it that. I mean, just basically just getting through the day every day. All the things that we and anything fun was probably not going to happen because it, there was just no friggin' way. Um, and it does make you feel really guilty. It does. I understand that. But then as I was talk, thinking about mom mistakes, that was my first one. But then right on top of that is taking care of myself. Well, that's why the promises are being put off sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so which one do you do? Sometimes it's either keep that promise or take a shower. Um, so that's hard to, to balance that self-care and the mindfulness of the time with your kids. Yeah. Yes. I, I think one of the yeah. things you have to do is I have had to stop saying, well, I promise we'll do it tomorrow. 
I don't, I, I've had to, even if I say I promise, I say, nope, I don't promise. We will try and get that in tomorrow because I want them to take me at my word. Does that make sense? So I don't, I don't want to yeah. say, yeah, I promise we'll do it tomorrow. So I have stopped, I've had to stop saying that. And I've had to start realizing, do I, okay, maybe I had a big hot bath planned, right? And I really needed it. But I, will I enjoy the bath more if I've sat and watched the movie with her? Yes, because then I'm not guilty. Myself. I'm in the bath enjoying it because I got it done. Does that, you know? Yes. Yeah. I've always tried to not promise things mm-hmm. that are out of my control. But it's the things that are in my control, honestly, like 15 minutes of alone time playing Legos with mom and your brothers have to stay downstairs. And then I just don't feel like doing it. And that's just real crappy of a mom. And I've done that for a while, like being much more aware of this is a promise to do today or we will try our best to do this tonight. Mm -hmm. But if we don't do it tonight, we can do it tomorrow. Instead of just the straight up promise of something. And I think it is all about semantics and your words. Um, And that's important to your kids to keep your word. Yeah. Hunter actually brought that up to me a couple weeks ago. Um, Not, hey, mom, why don't you ever keep your word? (laughs) But. (laughs) Liar. (laughs) Which surprises me. He's, that's something he would say. Um, But he basically had said you know, since this whole quarantine started during the school year, um, I read to the kids every night and Landon doesn't let me do it anymore. That's fine. He's almost 16. I let it slide. Uh, but Hunter deal, still does. And so we were reading the Aragon series and when all the whole school thing stopped, we just quit doing it because we're, we're all as a family, we're staying up later. You know, there's not this strict bedtime situation where he has to be in bed at a certain time. Like that was kind of the routine before. And so he was like, you know, we're totally not doing that. That's something you promised we would always do. And I'm like, you're right. Doing it. So I told him next week we need to figure out what part of the day we can work that in. But he had to say it to me three or four times before I said, okay, fine. We will sit down and make a plan because I I totally forgot about it. And I felt bad because I didn't. Apparently he misses that. Mm -hmm. And so I felt bad about that. So, yeah. I mean, even at 13. I'm still feeling that way sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it is hard. It's Because you don't want them to do that to you, right? I don't want them to say, okay, I'll do it today and then not do it. That goes all through me. Yeah, I'd be all over them. Yeah. So but it's the same with fun stuff. I think that's in our head. It's like, well, that's a fun thing. That's something you have to do. Yeah. Right. But to them, no. Yep. Life is hard. <laughs> we're gonna get off here and we're all gonna be like guys come lay with mom <laughs> you can yeah, have yeah. and then tomorrow i'll be yelling again oh yeah me too so thinking of parenting mistakes there was a funny one that immediately that's what i think of when i think of parenting mistakes this is not like a lifelong lesson for anybody well maybe it is <laughs> but when the twins were babies, they had lots of stomach issues. So we were like living on gas drops. And it was maybe the second day they were home from their 87 days in the NICU. And I had opened the bottle 
and it held the bottle in my hand, but also had the little squeezy thing in my hand to Drop. the dropper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leaned over to put the drops in his mouth. But when I did, I still had the bottle in my hand and I poured the whole bottle of gas drops down Xander's throat. And it was perfect. Like it didn't spill on his cheek or on his chin. It went right into his mouth and he swallowed it like he was supposed to. And I thought, Oh my God, I've killed my baby. Like he's dead. So we had to call poison control. We didn't have to, it wasn't going to hurt him, but I called poison control because I thought he was dead and like, he'll be fine. But that's my biggest parenting mistake is not holding the medicine bottle in one hand and administer administering medicine with the other hand. So that's my license <laughs> lesson for all you mamas. Well, I'm sure you're like, they just give him to me after 87 days and now I've killed him. <laughs> right. Good job. Woo. Good job. <laughs> uh, that's like one, I don't remember, this was probably eight or nine months old and he, I was up in the middle of the night with him and he was crying. And so I had him, I was, you know what I say when I say hold them like a baby, you know, with their hand, their head over your arm, you're holding yes. them. And I was walking through the house and it was dark and my eyes were all bleary and I banged his head right into a door frame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that, was, that was good. Lord. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But with all the, the mom guilt, you know, you feel when you promises that you break and all this kind of stuff. I, when we were uh, cleaning out closets a couple weeks ago, I found a note, not a note, but like something they had filled out at school about, you know, family and my mom's name is blah, blah, blah. You know how you do that? Well, it was Landon's and it said, um, something about, oh gosh, and I can't remember what the sentence was. Basically what he wrote, and I don't remember what the question was they asked him, was that he wished parents didn't have jobs. And that was right when I'd started working away from home. So when I saw that the other day, I thought, oh my gosh. Aww. Is at the time they acted like it was fine, but I'm like, this must have been in his head. He must have wished I didn't work away from home. Oh my gosh, what have I done? You know. <laughs> so yeah, thanks, Landon. You know, ten years later I find the note. <laughs> and I feel like <laughs> it's good times. Oh well. Yeah, you know. Yeah. What's done is done. It's not my fault. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. <sighs> Yes. Yeah. But I mean, I think, yeah, I think there's little mistakes you make every day, but, and everybody makes little mistakes, but I think there's those big things. Yeah. That you can, you can keep trying. And and I think sometimes we commit the big things so that we can tell our kids, you know, when their parents, you know, whatever, just don't do this. I did this and I wish I hadn't. So just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, one of the other things I thought about, and this is again, more of a bigger picture thing. Um, where I'm a super introvert and don't require like a numerous amount of friends or social activity or whatever. Um, when our kids were little, our friend group has always existed of people that Aaron and I know, like you all or, or family or whatever. Um, and then when they were little, the kids were little. I mean, they had a few friends from school that would come over for play dates or whatever, but we never befriended any of their families. It was more or less, I knew the mom, but it was very superficial. You know, like we basically just knew each other through our kids. Um, and the kids would have play dates and, and that kind of thing. Um, and so, and that would change throughout the years, depending on what kids were in their class or who they befriended or whatever. And I wish that if I could go back in time, right around the elementary age for them, 
I would have found, and there's, you know, whatever, you can't go hunt people down. I wish <laughs> that I could have found um, a family that was not part of my family, not part of Aaron's family, you know, but had kids similar ages that we could have been like our family family no our friend family whatever you want to call it um because the reason I say that is because not for me as you know I don't I don't care whatever but and Landon's super social but he makes tons of friends every year I don't worry about it but Hunter does not which is so funny because he's not shy or anything but he has no desire to I don't know like he he says he has friends and, and I know he does met him but he just doesn't feel the need to hang out with them or to really call them or text them or anything. And we're always talking to him about it. Hey, you really need to have so-and-so over because it's really close to have those important friendships for your teenage years. So if there had been a family of like similar age kids, he would have that with, but you know what I'm, I don't know. Does that make any sense? I wish that I'd found a family that would have been that. I think it makes him. sense, but I don't think it would have changed him. I don't think that, the, I don't, I still don't think he would have done that. Maybe. Yeah, maybe not. Just because he loves Deuce, but he doesn't text him funny. Like, he doesn't. No. But when he sees him, he's like, oh, ooh, let's hang out. Please, can he spend the night? Can I come to your house? But but if he doesn't see him, he's one of those out of sight, out of mind people. Which is why yeah, his wife can but... never work outside the home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's, it's all this quarantine has made it worse because he now he doesn't see him at school. And so I'm like, do you have Josh's phone number? And he's like, well, heck no. I'm like, great. You know, so now I'm thinking, okay, at one point I had Josh's mom's phone number, but that's been five years ago. (laughs) I don't know where that is. Um, But, you know, like people that I I know who he's talking about because I've met him at school functions or he's been to their birthday parties or whatever, but he just doesn't. Yeah. So I'll do, that's something that worries me that I wish there there's something I maybe I could have done differently to give him those kind of friendships as he goes into his teenage years. But, I mean, his personality is what it is. I mean, well, I mean, that's the thing. I don't think he acts like he's missing out. So No, he doesn't. I, I think in comparison to Landon, yes, it seems like he is. But I, yeah. but I don't think he is. I think he's totally fine with it. And that's okay. I don't think, yeah. you know, as long as he's happy. He's not moping around saying, nobody likes. You know, he's not. Oh, I mean, we have to say to him, do you want to invite somebody over? And he's like, huh, not really. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Because like he keeps saying, well, I'll just hang out with you. I'm like, yeah, but okay, eventually you're not going to just want to hang out with me. I don't know. And then what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, gosh, please. Please. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Anywho, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's good. Good times. It's hilarious. <laughs> okay. So that's what we have. We've made mistakes. We're still making mistakes. Yes. But hopefully some of you all listening will be like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Because yeah. I met their kids. She's crazy. Right, they're screwed up. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Trust me there. Um, okay, so moving on. What is new, friends? Hmm. Well, I, uh, let's see, last night... I bought last week yes. from our friend Meredith those ashes. I think it's what they're called. Yes. That she's now selling like little, kind of like it reminds me of so much of Lee Press on them. Oh my gosh. That's what mm-hmm. it makes me think of from back in the day. But anyway, they're better quality than that, obviously. Um, 
But these little glue-on nails, you can get them short, whatever. I'm not going to go into super detail, but there's all kinds of information on them online. Meredith, our friend, sells them. I got a pair from her, just like skin tone, nothing crazy. And I put them on last night. And let me just say, I'm not super good at that. But um, that's what's new. It was very girly. Like, Aaron walked in here and he goes, (laughs) what are you doing? I was like, well, I bought these from Meredith. And he goes, since when do you care about your nails? I'm like, I don't know. I just thought it would be fun. He was like, what are you, girly? I was like, well, excuse the freak out of me because I did something feminine. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, that was my downtime last night. I had some self-care going on. I needed them to leave me alone. So after we got done with all of our stuff for the day, I came in here and I took a hot shower and washed my hair and put on my nails and watched two episodes well, of the show. It was great. You I know, should. I felt pretty That's good a good myself. idea. And I will link. I'll, um. <laughs> Meredith has a Facebook page for the nail thing, so I'll make sure to tag that. Yay, yes. nails. I'm afraid nails. I'd chew them off. I'm so bad. About well, I, yeah, I'm pretty short. Because, I mean, when you first put them on, it looked hilarious. I bet they My do. hands looked just like grimace. Oh, gosh, it was weird. So I filed them pretty far down because yeah, I can't sense. have long nails with cakes. But Amy, is there anything new with you? Yep. Um, I did hang a sign in my office because now my office is in my house and I keep adding to it and changing things around to make, make me feel good in here. And so this makes me laugh. I don't think it was intended to be funny, but it says it's a Bible verse and it's um, be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to anger. (laughs) (laughs) And it's hanging above my desk. I'm hoping that that gives me some words of wisdom. Slow to anger. But it more, it really just makes, it makes me giggle because I don't think I really need it, but maybe I do and I don't know. So that's That's my new. I like that. That's all I've got. Laughing at Bible verses. That's good. Um, That's good. Not okay. Well, you know, mistakes were made. Um, so here's my new, and neither of you are going to be surprised by this. So Jeremy has been on TikTok for a while. And he he did it because Kayla was embarrassed. Oh, he said he brought up TikTok one day. He's like, he's like, what is TikTok? And Kayla's like, oh my, like she flipped her lid. Like, do not talk about it. Do not get on it. So of course he did. And he picked the handle. Kayla's dad is awesome. Um and so he kept telling her he was going to oh post God. all this awful stuff, which he hasn't. She doesn't. My kids don't even have it. But so, the, but the other day he started posting videos of him and the kids like doing stupid stuff. And so then I was like, I don't like my kids videos or pictures of my kids online. If I can't see them, even though their dad did it, I didn't like it. So I was like, well, I'm going to get on there just so I can monitor. Cause he didn't, just see. So I go oh down gosh. there and first of all, I get on there and I find him and I follow him. And then I go look through his friends list to see what of our friends are on there. Well, y'all, he was following some people. I was like, honey, why are you following? I mean, you should have seen their names. I'm not even going to say it on here because it was bad. Or they were inappropriate. And I was like, what, why are you following these people? And he's like, well, yes. they put a video and I liked it. And as soon as you like somebody's video, you follow them. And I was like, no, you don't. The follow button is right above the like. So he was following. Oh, so Jeremy. between me and then a younger girl that works with him, who's, you know, young enough to be my child. Um talked him through it and explained it to him that we fixed that. But so anyway, I got on there and now I've only done one video and it was me and the girls being silly with filters. But um, 
it is hilarious on TikTok because all these celebrities are at home right now. And so they're all making these really funny videos. And I was cracking up. And here's my favorite ones. Um, the, first of all, there's this lady and her handle is my hands don't lie. And she signs like rap songs and stuff. She does sign language to them. And she is phenomenal. I could watch her all day. Like, it's so fun watching her. Then it is really good. Um, then this is hilarious. Jenny McCarthy and Donnie Wahlberg's account is the best ever. They are total idiots on there. Like, they do all these 80s dances and all this. I mean, they're funny. It's very funny. And then um, who else we were watching? Oh, uh, Derek Hoff, the guy that was on, is on Dancing with the Stars. Okay. His is hilarious. Yeah. Him and his wife do the best, funniest dances ever. Like, there's so many people on there dancing. And it's so, like, you get sucked in and you just start watching them. Well, I'm not going to get on there. Oh, it's good times. The dancing. In. And then there's some people on there that sing. You're like, oh, my gosh, you're such a good singer. I don't know. I like, hey, yeah, I have a good time on there laughing at everybody. I know. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me, Sarah. You I know it doesn't. It's a good time. The, the kids were like, you should put videos of <laughs> Diesel on there. I'm like, all he does is snore. And they're like, that would be funny. I'm like, no, no, it wouldn't that be funny. True. That's not funny. <laughs> but yeah, that's what's new. I now love TikTok because I needed something else to suck the time out of my life. There you go. It's pretty fun. So do we have a what the crap? Um, I did have something. What was it? Oh, okay. So today it's going. Were you on? Yeah, yes. Did you all see on Marco Polo when the lady at Kroger talked to me? Yeah. Yes. And she did, which this is not what the crap bad. This is just funny. So yeah, I'm in the line. I'm in click list line. And now you know how they come up to your car and ask you when there's a line, they'll, they'll say, who are you just to get you through the line? And so she came and she said, I don't know my window. And she said, what's your name? I said, Sarah Russell. She goes, your hair is effing awesome. Except she didn't say effing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, thank you. And then she's like, oh, my God. And her face, as soon as she said it, was like, this lady's going to get me fired. Like, she covered up her mouth. And I'm like, no, it's fine. Yep. I guess you're okay. But it was so funny. I was, I was like, the clickless lady just dropped the F-bomb about my hair in a good way. So, <laughs> oh, she's How old? probably are. I mean, no, she's younger. She's probably 30, maybe. 20, 28. Yeah, it was. That is she's like, awesome. Your hair is awesome. And I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> good nice. times. Good, good. That's all I have, kids. I have nothing else. I'm pretty boring. Yeah. No, but I mean, I feel like we've talked about some big mistakes and small mistakes that you can make as a mother, yes. which is good. Far, our kids are okay. Now they may have therapy when they're older, but now. They're okay. We need to let them. That's what we need to do next Damage week. Let them much. weigh in. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Days no. of it. They can confirm all no. our fears. No, thank you. That would not be good. Oh, my gosh. It was. I forgot to tell you that. It was so funny. So, mom was over here the other day. And she started. You know how when mom. I never know. I noticed that she does it. But I never put it with Kayla. Kayla and mom both start conversations 
they they preface their stories. So like I would say, okay, so guess what okay. happened today? I went to the Kroger and the lady said this to me. Mom would say, well, we have a problem. <laughs> and Kayla says, yeah, she well, you're never going to believe this. Like every, <laughs> she never just says what happened. And so mom's telling me all these stories and she prefaces everyone with, well, this could be the downfall of humanity. Like that's, that's how she acts with everyone. And she, I told her, I was like, you are just like Kayla. And Kayla's sitting there. She's like, what? I'm like, you and her both do that. They both say a, a sentence that's supposed to like, like an attention getter, like they're writing a story. Like, here's your attention getter. So you'll stop and look at them. Yeah. And then they go on with the story. And usually the attention getter is a little more than what the story deserves. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's so funny. I was like, okay, ladies. It's weird to think things like that skip, like, are inherited. Yes, I agree. Anyway, that was really out there and had nothing to do with what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> what if? Okay, so next week, uh, yep, more mother stuff. Next week, I feel, we'll talk about our moms, our favorite stories about our moms, and they won't all be bad. That's what we'll do. No, yeah, not all. Make them all bad. Just some. That would just. We'll make it even. Yes, if you good, bad. It'll all be fun. So anyway, we hope you all have a good quarantine week. Things are starting to open back up, so maybe you'll get to you know actually see other people besides your family. Yeah. Fun times. Um. Thanks for listening. <laughs>